Dish from Waitrose is an SE Creative Studio production. Book a dream holiday in Western Australia and experience a new level of luxury with Qatar Airways. Discover premium wines in the Margaret River region, where towering forests meet turquoise oceans, and sunny Perth, where you'll enjoy not just fine wine, but fine dining too. But before your adventure begins, savour signature delicacies made with seasonal ingredients on the multiple award-winning Qatar Airways, where you'll experience the exceptional. Visit qatarairways.co.uk slash perth for more information. Hello, I'm Nick Grimshaw. And I'm Angela Hartnett. And welcome to Dish from Waitrose, the podcast that encompasses all the things we enjoy, eating, drinking and chatting. And every week we invite someone famous, a lovely face, round for a meal. A Michelin star meal, which you can recreate yourself. Just pop on over to waitrose.com slash dish recipes. Right, let's get cracking. You're my sous chef today. Yes, chef. You always make me call you chef, even on texts. <laughs> I hate kitchen roll. I love kitchen roll. Oh, I hate it. But what do you do when you spill stuff and wipe stuff off? I like using it. I don't yeah. like it out. No, no. Oh, God, but I bet like, It looks ugly, doesn't it? No, but your house is going to be one of those houses that you don't even have the washing up liquid out and, the, like, the brush to clean stuff. Oh, no. I bet it's all in the little pot under the sink, isn't it? I don't like nothing on any sides. But then you're constantly in and out of cupboards. Yeah. It's like my friends, they have the toaster in the cupboard. So you have to get that out to make the toast. The coffee machine, it's like, what, what a palaver We have the coffee the machine out, the microwave's in a cupboard. The mi- well, that's because you're the hiding micro- the fact you've got a microwave. I know, but the microwave <laughs> should be out because it's about eight stone. So every time you get it out, you're like, oh, let the microwave out. Uh, to heat up that curry when you've had a hangover. <laughs> yeah. The microwave. <laughs> microwave rice. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, nice. I always knew it'd happen, but I think today it's happened. I think What's Angela that? Hartnett's lost it. Because in front of me, <laughs> I can see honeycomb, marmite and pasta. Are you all I'm right? very impressed that you recognise the honeycomb. What's going on? Well, that's for our guest dessert, and I've just added a little twist to it. Okay. And what are you making as our as our main? Is? And your main is a lovely pasta dish. So we've got some roasted mushrooms here, a bit of garlic that I'm grating in. So nice and garlicky, because I think they like lots of garlic. You like lots of garlic. I love lots of garlic. And then I've got a few dried mushrooms as well, so that's going to add a little stock to it. Wow. Easy peasy. If Oh, grow up, I'd say. <laughs> What's that? Don't like garlic, get a grip. Go somewhere else. How much of a faff is it making pasta? Not for you, the chef, I mean for me. What, for me, Nick? Training. I'm going to go home and make this, Grimshaw. But yeah, have you failed to do it uh, yet? Yeah, have yeah. You? I've made that bean thing with lemon zest in it. Yeah, but you tell me this, but I see no evidence. Well, it's just it's just verbal text that true. say, by the way, I've made it, but the picture is rubbish. Well, Angela always gives me grief on Instagram because I'll put up the start of the meal, but then never the yeah. finished one. I have wanted to be a bit more chefy since we've been doing this podcast. Normally, I won't cook a fish with a head in at home. <laughs> Did you cook it with the head? Cooked it with the head. Well done. So I had to send Angela pictures of the fish. No, first of all, I said, hi, I have two whole sea bass. How do I do it? (laughs) Oh, no, they're sea bream. (laughs) And then Angela said, send me a picture. So I sent a picture of the fish. Yeah, there's no, like, hi, how are you in these texts. We're, like, very functional. I sent <laughs> a picture of the fish. I did check Angela's book, but it was only a crudo. Yeah, And sorry. I did want to cook it because yeah. I thought, I don't want to kill anyone. Yeah. But Angela wrote back, no punctuation. And this is why I love it. 
Stuff with sliced lemon, crushed garlic and herbs, bake on parchment paper, season inside and out, glaze with olive oil, 180 for 10 to 15 minutes. Then you should be able to stick a thin knife through the thick part, also slash the skin. <laughs> Send. <laughs> Our guest today is no stranger to performing in front of thousands and thousands of people. So she should have no problem chatting and eating in front of our 13 strong crew. <laughs> She's got Brit Awards, number one albums, number one singles. She even got an MBE like you, Angela. Oh, lovely. Yeah. And most left out. I am a little bit, yeah. <laughs> and most oh importantly, God. she has a thing for Angel Delight. Oh, yeah. interesting. It's Emily Sunday, everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming round. This is for you guys. Wow. This could be a good uh, after dinner. Oh, game. So should we should we open it after we've eaten? Oh, okay. Yeah. We've never. Sometimes guests come and bring something, but we've never had a wrapped gift. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we're so our number one guest. Number already. one guest. <laughs> we're easily bribed. Yeah. Should we have a sit? Yeah. I think we've got to talk about the MBE first. Why is that? I always <laughs> take the mick out of Angela and tell everyone that she makes me call her Angela Hartner MBE OBE. <laughs> <laughs> it's very serious. But you, Emily, you're Emily Sandy MBE as well. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite a surprise. Um, I was in LA at the time and I was with my mum. Yeah. And then I got the call saying that, you know, you've been given the award. Honored. Yes, honoured. And it was amazing. We had a great day at the palace. Who gave you your award? <laughs> Prince Charles. Fab. Yeah. Who did you get? The Queen, actually. Oh, 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 Listen, the only yeah. reason is I'm a lot older than you. <laughs> Prince Charles wasn't born, actually, yeah, yeah. at the time. <laughs> Who did you take with you, Angela, when you I went to I took my mum, my brother and my sister. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you, you take your family. Yeah. yeah, mum, dad and my sister. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I bet mums, like, lose it. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the hats. No, actually, my mum was... Uh, she's always like, I love all my children the same. They're all amazing. <laughs> and, you know, she's never... sort of. If I say something, she'll always go, do those recipes work? Don't you dare swear on TV? <laughs> yeah. And then suddenly, with this thing, she got photos and literally sent them out to yeah. anyone and everyone she knew. I said, what? what? She's a very proud and very yeah. proud. I was like, oh, my God. What, she oh. sent out pictures of you at the palace? Yes, to, like, all our relatives. Like, amazing. suddenly, and it's like, Mum, you've never done this in your life. I was, like, mortified. It's got to be. Done. But you have many an accolade. You know, we were just sending you introduction awards and Brit awards and number one albums, MBE. <laughs> Is there one thing that you sort of consider to be like your greatest achievement? The debut album going to number one, that was a big one because it was so unexpected. I'd just come into the industry. So I think to kind of enter like that is something I'll never forget. Yeah. yeah. And what year was that? Was that like... 2012. 2012. Yeah, it was a good year. Yeah. It was a good year. And when I was doing like my Emily Sunday research earlier, <laughs> it felt like that that time was just like so full of like promise. And like, yeah. I don't know, it felt like anything could happen yeah. then in 2012. And you know, with the Olympics here as well, there was yeah. hope in the city and it really felt like we we're just on our way up. How did that come about? Um, I just got a call to kind of come to their secret bunker where they were planning it all. So that was about six months before the actual right, event. Okay, yeah. And uh, yeah, Danny Boyle was there and we had this big model of, you know, the big opening ceremony. And they asked me to sing Abide With Me. So it was a great honour and just seeing how it's all being put together and the hundreds of people involved. And he was so passionate at every stage of it. So it's just lovely to see a vision come to life yeah. and represent my country and sing such a beautiful song. And it was at such a beautiful like quiet moment it was very nerve-wracking I've never been that nervous before 
or again. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. goodness. Um, but then I got, you know, I sang my song, and then I got to go back into the crowd, sit with my mom, dad, my sister, and the fireworks were there, and it just yeah. felt like wow. I don't think anyone's replicated what we did for the opening and closing yeah. ceremony. I honestly, it was. Awesome. I think it was brilliant. Yeah. It was, so, and London was like that. That I remember getting the train home and stuff, and you know, there'd be athletes that had won medals sitting on the yeah. tube, and you'd just be like chatting away yeah. to them. And it, it was such a great feeling, yeah. though. I want the Olympics again. Yeah. yeah. I really know. London Brings felt out the so, best Yeah, of it yeah. really did. So you've just gone strength to strength. Yeah. I mean, it was quite a whirlwind. Yeah. You know, I'd come from Scotland and I'd been writing for people for a couple of years. And then I met Naughty Boy. So we started writing together. And then you know, we were kind of the underdogs. No one really thought we were going to do much. And then for that to really explode and that album to take off, it felt like a dream. How was the move to London as someone who's not from London? Because I remember when I moved from Manchester, I found it quite hard. How did you find those early days in London? Just exciting. I think because I've grown up in a small town all my life, I just couldn't wait to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And London just gave me everything I wanted. And I only knew a couple of people, but because I was so focused on the music, I think that kept me, you know, not feeling too lonely or isolated because yeah. it can be an intimidating city. Mm. I loved getting on the tube, seeing different yeah. people, different yeah. styles, different colours of people. I just thought it was amazing. Yeah, I remember getting on the tube like when I first moved to London being like wow yeah. Yeah. and everyone's yeah. so miserable along yeah. that yeah. Yeah. and they still are yeah <laughs> it's still novel I think if you're yeah. not yeah. from London you're yeah. like why it's yeah. on the ground yeah. like yeah. I'm still like that yeah. still like that but then you Angela didn't you cook at the Olympics actually yes oh, yeah cool. we did all the um, corporate hospitality so we mm. had like 10 different whatever it was Coca-Cola Lloyd so mm. all the big sponsors basically yeah but we were always getting into loads of trouble at the Olympics you know, really? doing things we shouldn't have been doing. Like all the food would actually go out to Essex before it came in here because it all had to be checked. It was oh, all by yes. certain people, certain suppliers. Oh, what? So they want like performance enhancing drugs? In yeah. the no, not like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. One day we were just, we needed naan breads and poppadoms. For some reason we didn't have them. So I sent someone to Brick Lane to get them and then made them come through the gates with all this food. What's in your bag? Yeah, what's in yeah. your bag? 500 naan breads. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you did the opening and the closing. Yeah. We we need your agent. Yeah. <laughs> Open it and close it. Yeah, and I think it was actually, I don't think either of them were aware. First, I got the call for the opening and then a couple of weeks later for the closing. And I got to sing my version of Read All About It. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, yeah, it was great. It's great. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good gig. So we're going to have a little Befit. We're going for champagne because we've heard it's your favourite. Oh, it is, yeah. That's a proper pop star yeah. drink. Yeah. Do you know when you see pop stars who are like, oh no, I just want to be relatable. Yeah. I like that Emily's like, no, champagne only. <laughs> I like it. Well, uh, I googled what has the least calories and it was champagne. Oh, really? So oh, first really? it was a dietary <laughs> choice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I always thought it was vodka and diet. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. But I think champagne just comes in a little Does under. It? Well, models drink it. Yeah, wow. so... Oh, there you go. Then. Yeah, it's just logic. Yeah. <laughs> it's just logic. <laughs> and where you go, Emily. Uh, thank you very much. I don't know if that is a champagne flute, but oh. we're very... Yes. Um, we're keeping it real. We're thank keeping you. it real around here. Thank yeah. you. So we've gone for a rosé one mm, from Waitrose, and naturally, um, which is going to go with the mushroom pasta, which Angela is going to... Um, Mike. Making, oh, a mo fabulous. making a moment, yeah. yeah. So you it's love champagne, good. that's your go-to drink? It is, but I am trying to, you know, 
Not step drink. back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Detox. I think it's, you know, you do feel healthier and happier and yeah. Yeah. clearer and yeah. but it's so lovely and bubbly. <laughs> it is so bubbly. Yeah. And also I feel like when if you are gonna be, you know, have a drink or eat chocolate. Yeah. At least with champagne, yeah. you're like, it's a treat. Exactly. Like, you know? Go it's for not it. like you're boshing cans of cider yeah. in the park. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, cheers. 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 Cheers, Emily. Cheers, cheers Angela. Lovely to meet you. Oh, you too. Mm, that's <laughs> yeah, fab. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anytime. Yeah, we'll have a bottle each. <laughs> yeah. Because when I moved to London, my mum and dad were saying, like, don't come up here with these London ways. <laughs> Do your family think you've changed at all? Like the fact you're like, oh, is there any champagne around? Yeah, I probably <laughs> now I think about it. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I remember the phone call I gave them to say I'm going to move down to London. Because mm-hmm. I was studying medicine at the time. So mm-hmm. it was a bit you, of... You were up in Scotland, weren't you? Yeah, I was in yeah. Glasgow. Right. So like, okay, how are you going to afford that? I said, I'll find a way. But yeah, I think they probably have seen me change, but they're, they're quite nice. They're always like, come up to Scotland whenever you want. Uh-huh. You know, you can rest and stop. Because they think London's just a bit too hectic yeah. and busy. It never yeah. stops, yeah. but that's why I love it. You know, I live in East London, so it's just constantly there's always like a 4am brawl or normally nick yeah 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 <laughs> there's my champagne i love champagne <laughs> emily sunday says it's healthy yeah. <laughs> so up it so you gave up medical school how many years yeah. were you into it when you then said actually i'm gonna start singing and writing music um i was four years into it <gasps> wow yeah. yeah and it That's was a, really in there yeah yeah and do you ever get the doctor inklings, you know, backstage, someone cuts their finger. Oh. Leave it, I'm a medic, come here. Oh, I'm so useless. I mean, I literally just remember some like biochemistry. That's, that's, right. that's blood, that's blood. That's yeah, all yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. take some pasta. Okay. Excuse me a moment. Please. Do you want a hand without? Uh, I'm all right, lovely. Thank you. <laughs> now, Angela has made this pasta from scratch. Okay, wow. Do you ever do that at home? Do you ever cook at home, Emily? Sometimes. I like quickness, so it never really gets that great. But my sister's an amazing cook, Mm -hmm. so I let her kind of... The kitchen's her realm. Right. And I just dip in and out when she's ready to feed the troops. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. more the eating. Yeah, exactly. I'm more down your way than Angela's. Yeah. yeah. Because I always want to make pasta from scratch, but I always think maybe a bit of a faff. But yeah. Angela said it's all right, but she's a chef. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> so she's like, yeah, it's fine. But again, yeah. Michelin star chef. So. Yeah, yeah. But you're a pasta fan, right? Yeah, sadly. I'm yeah. Trying, yeah, trying to give it up, but I just, I love you it. You can't give up pasta. I know. It's I'd rather so do fun. like boot camp yeah. than give up pasta. Yeah. It's so nice, so comforting. Yeah, yeah I love it. So Would you say that people who are listening to this, Angela, should try and make their own pasta? I think it's easy and I think it's like, it's just, and also it's cheap. If you really screw it up, you haven't wasted a lot of yeah. money. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's flour and eggs and a little bit of water or a little bit of olive oil. So I think you can do that. But obviously, you know, I've been doing it for years, but I think once, do it a couple of times, you'll get used to it. People can make the pasta because that's making dough. What people will struggle with is rolling it. Okay. But once you've seen someone do it, it's not so hard. How long do they take you? Oh, I've been, my family on my mother's side, they're all Italian, so... As the eldest granddaughter, I had to do everything. My right. brother did nothing, literally <laughs> nice. nothing. You know, he'd go out and all the rest, and I had to go and help Nonna all the time. So, right. And even when he lived in Tokyo, and we had this lovely pasta in the freezer that we make for Christmas, and it was like in March, I said, oh, Nonna, can I have that? She said, no, they're for your brother. I said, he's 
thousands of miles yeah. away. <laughs> thousands. And he still had the edge on yeah. me. <laughs> I'm not bitter. Yeah. No, yeah. not at all. Yeah. Anyway, but he doesn't so, have an MBE, does he? He doesn't, yeah. He does anyway, not. So I learned as a kid, I was really lucky, okay, you know, yeah. so, and that was great. And wow. um, so it was good. So, and then I do it as a job, so now it's all that right. That looks good. It looks so good. Did you cook a lot, like, as a family when you were growing up? Were you a, quite a foodie household? Yeah, my dad's a really good cook, actually. Oh, really? And uh, he would cook a lot of dishes from Zambia. So oh, we wow. grew up eating a lot of, like, nshima. It's kind of like a maize meal dough that you kind of have to stir and it gets thicker and thicker and then you pull it dip it into like some nice stews and Ooh, my dad's an amazing cook he's very creative and spontaneous oh. but he always just nails it then my mum would bring the more like british classics the jacket potatoes <laughs> yeah. Less yeah. 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 yeah but still delicious yeah exactly still delicious yes yeah. <laughs> So, Angela, what have we got going on here? I know it's pasta. So we have uh, tagliatelle with wild mushrooms, mm. dried porcini, parsley, a bit of lemon, garlic, and a secret ingredient, if you can guess it, Ooh. which goes very well with mushrooms. <laughs> this is to test Nick after now, what, a couple of months seeing how his uh, palate. I love the way you're just deciphering that. <laughs> yeah. mm, come on, Muttley, what's going on in there? <laughs> <laughs> It's something like... Can you taste the lemon? Can you taste the lemon? Mm -hmm. There's something a bit like... I'll give you a cue. Yeasty. Heavy. Spreadable yeasty. Oh. <laughs> oh, you got it. Marmite. Really? Mm. Wow. See, marmite goes brilliantly with mushrooms, you see. Mm. And a little bit of marmite gives mm. it that sort of... How much are we talking? Literally, so like, good. tiny little bit of a teaspoon. And it melts down in the mushrooms. And it gives it mm. that... Lovely sort of earthiness to it, I think. Wow. Yeah, that yeah that's is. The now word, I sound like a real chef. Mm. No, yeah. no, but that's <laughs> right. It tastes mm. a bit like. Yeah. Should live underground. Mm. <laughs> In a nice way. Unwashed mushrooms, is that what you're saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow, this is so mm. good. And so once you have a recipe, when do you know it's complete? Or do you keep evolving it as you... Well, something like this, you know, it works. And you might, like, one day not put marmite in or you might not have the lemon or something. But I think at work, you're always evolving. Because mm. I think you look at a dish. And I think also because you're doing a dish day in, day out. Right, yeah. Well, I imagine songwriting must be, how, how do you know you finished a song? Mm. I mean, yeah. how do you know that that is it? And yeah. then you sing it and you suddenly, I mean, you know, we had Tom Grennan in the other week. And he was saying it's not fun Right. No, he didn't say it wasn't fun, but actually people think it's easy and you're mm -hmm. there. But actually it's a big chore writing yeah. songs. The fun part's the very beginning when it's like, let's jam mm -hmm. and yeah. like the little groove comes. The not so fun is when you have to get more disciplined and like yeah. start honing it in, mixing, mastering. Like I think it's the maddest skill on the planet. Like mm. being able to write a song and, and sing a song and then have it connect with yeah. millions of people. Yeah. Have you ever tried to write one? Well, as a teenager, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I used to love music and I was in like the brass band and the mm. choir oh, and then really? I had a guitar. Oh, cool. And I was like, I'm gonna write, I found my lyrics. Yeah. They're <laughs> nice. really bad. I was looking through all like my old scrapbooks and stuff and I read the lyrics, but they're like classic teenage yeah. emo. Yeah. Like they're so bad. <laughs> Like, so bad. And I have but they could have a renaissance now. You never they know. They could. Yeah. Yeah. There are yeah, some like shocking post. lyrics out. There are, actually. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. There are, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you're probably doing a lot better yeah. than something out there. <laughs> Pretty bad. But do you remember your first songs, Emily, that you sat and wrote? Yeah, I mean, they're a little bit cringe because I was so 
I, when I read them, I can just tell I was really trying to be serious. Yeah. I was trying to be, you know, I was eight and I was yeah. trying to be considered like this really serious artist. Because <laughs> I'm not going to write about love. I'm going to write about, you know, political, <laughs> all of these eight. things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, there was one song called um, Yesterday is Tomorrow and it's all about the stage setting scene. And if we don't learn from the past, we set the same scene, all of this. Wow. But well, yeah. Yeah. It was quite Quite nice. Yeah, it was a little bit deep, yeah. 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 And then my friends and I wrote one for the school talent show. It was about an alien coming to Earth. It's like, coming from planet space, oh baby, coming from miles away. What is your name, oh love my baby? It's like all of this, basically ripping off. I was feeling that. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's fun though, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Just just starting something from nothing. And I think that's why I fell in love with it as a kid because it felt so powerful. You've got this little magic power that, and you have this voice Mm. and people will listen to you if you sing. Mm. So it's nice. And how were your parents when you started writing songs and wanting to sing? Because I wanted to do that, but my voice was horrible. (laughs) So my mum and dad would be like, shut up! (laughs) But how was it for you? Because I guess every kid like, was like, I want to be a singer. I want to do a show. Yeah, they were quite supportive. There's this memory my sister and I have. We used to share a room and then I learnt Mariah Carey's, you know, she covered that song, I can't live. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, so that was the first song I ever learned. And I was singing it and my dad came and was like, oh, you're not bad. Like we both remember my dad saying that. And then he's like, right, okay, stand by there. He started giving me like acting classes. He's like, right. stroke the door and just <laughs> think of this person that you can't live without and all the emotions. Mm. And Cause he loved, you know, the Celine Dion, right, Mariah's yeah, yeah. Whitney, they're just the big balladeers. Mm. So um, yeah, that was the beginning. Did you perform at family parties? Were you oh sort God, of wheeled out at Christmas? <laughs> Stop me. <laughs> and I played recorder. Oh so there'd God. be a new recorder. So I was, when I think back, I was probably quite annoying, but <laughs> it worked out. And thankfully. your sister still loves you. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, another song from Emily. Yes, I agree. Here we go. go. Let's talk about your most recent album. You wrote that in lockdown, right? When you were when you were living in the countryside. Yeah, yeah. I was out there with the family, and I just like a year prior to that set up my own studio. Right. And uh, you know, some songs were written a few years ago, but this was the time I could pull everything together, and a lot of new ones were written there in that room. And it was just great to have time to make mistakes, to try things, and. I believe, you know, in destiny and synchronicity. Yeah. And I feel like whoever's there, just like, yeah. sometimes it just be friends. And they're like, yeah. oh yeah, I make beats. And I'm like, oh, come in come here, on. come on through. Show me what you get. Much more organic and natural. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I definitely work with Naughty Boy a lot. Yeah. And um, there's a guy called Ollie Green that I worked with a lot on this album. Yeah. Henry Davies. It's just like a lot of people that just come to the house and it was, it was, yeah. it was a vibe, it was nice. And talk to me about when you were in the countryside and you've wrote those songs, how do you do the edit to get it to an album? Because I guess you don't just be like, right, that's 10. (laughs) It's not so how an artist works, is it? So how do you like, do you play them to people? Do you sort of test them out in your family? Yeah, I mean, the studio's right next to the kitchen. So my, I'd see my sister and my nephews walking back and forth and it's like a glass door. Mm -hmm. So if we're onto something, you can see people bobbing. 
my nephew's got a really good ear actually. He was only yeah. about two or three during the making of it, but he was just like, Yeah, Auntie Delta. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. Uh-huh. So um yeah, if I get the nod from my sister or my nephew, then mm-hmm. I think we're on to something. And I kind of we wrote about sixty, seventy songs maybe. Seventy songs. There was just a whole big folder. So that's why it's good, you know, when that's when managers come in. They're right. like yeah. My manager has a great music ear. So he was like, okay, I think maybe finish these 20 yeah. and we'll take it from there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Just the 20. Yeah. And then talk to me about Ready for Love because Ready for Love, you know, it's, it's quite celebratory, yeah. but also the lyrics are like, <laughs> oh my God. Like that is such an emotional record. Yeah. yeah. Um, how is it when you write something like that? Like, does it feel really cathartic and, and therapeutic like what, what does that feel like to because I, I don't know I feel I think it's quite rare that anyone unless you're a musician would say those things yeah. out loud yeah. Or yeah. Like, yeah. you make me feel complete or yeah. you yeah. make me feel whole and yeah. you know you don't quite... say it in normal conversation no. do you that's yeah. true actually you do yeah. get to get a lot off your chest yeah I mean I was you know falling in love at that point it was in the yeah. summer and we'd just been allowed to go out so that's when we had the studio session yeah. I got into the session I was like I want to do Whitney like I want to really sing on this one because I've been listening to a lot of her and I was in love and when you're in love it just all flows yeah. out mm-hmm. it's like you just want to send like love letters to someone and yeah. it goes from this little private thing into these big songs I loved yeah. it yeah amazing yeah and your partner's called Joanna am yes. I saying that right yeah. yeah when you've made a song like that do you play it to Joanna and how is that and w- when do you play it to somebody well, she's an amazing musician, so uh-huh. I usually wait till it's like really finished because yeah. I don't want her to be like, mm, you could have mm. sang that better. But like, yeah, so and I knew she's always like, you need to sing, like you <laughs> go for it, sing. So when I, I said, I've got a song you're really going to like, when we're making it, I said, I think you're going to like this one. Right. But I waited till it was completed to, yeah. to show it to her. She loves that one. She's like, why are you not singing this one tonight? <laughs> but no, she's, yeah, she really loves that. I think that's actually her favorite yeah. from the album. How does it feel with you as well? Do you ever like feel the same when you've made a recipe? Are you like, Neil, <laughs> please, please approve? <laughs> no, but you do. The person you love, you want their approval yes. and you want them to love it more than anything. Exactly. So there are many times where I do cook. And if I'm certainly doing a gig outside of the kitchen and like we're at an event or something, I will always adhere to Neil and go, taste this. Check yeah. that's all right. I do yeah. it all the time. Yeah. Obviously, when I'm gigging with Nick next, I'll make sure yeah. it's Nick because, you know, his <laughs> yeah. palate's very refined. Oh, I would eat anything. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm, but yeah. <laughs> I know that I'm the best judge. I'm like, well, nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so nice. I'll, I'll tell you what I can get. But do you ever, do you ever argue yeah. two musicians yeah. living together? Are you arguing, like, what's on? I think the only argument we have is, because I really want her to teach me like how to play <laughs> the way she does. She's like, well, you have to practice. You know, I keep yeah. playing. I was like, yeah, but I need a teacher. She's like, well, I can't not teach you if me. you're not going to practice. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but we're, when it comes to music, we're pretty cool. Yeah. Is there anything That's either brilliant. of you love and the other one hates? Is there Ooh. anything where you're like, because my boyfriend doesn't really love like any like metal, okay. really. So if yeah. I, ever, I remember we had a really big... Well, it's not metal, but we had a massive um, Nirvana row yeah. right. once. Where he was like, she's such a noise! Yeah. <laughs> I'm sort of with Misha on this But one. I find, like, noisier stuff more relaxing right, yeah. when I've got work to do. Because right. if I was listening to, like, your music or Jill Scott's, like, I get lost in the lyrics. Right. It, like, yeah, pulls yeah, me yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, and true. then I'm like, oh, that is sad. Yeah. <laughs> this has been really good. Like really tasty. So nice. Thank you. If you want to make this at home like me, um, <laughs> you can check out this recipe and all the recipes that you hear on waitrose.com forward slash 
dish recipes and it'll be all on them. Mm. Dish recipes. I'm going to get dessert, finish your mouthful. Mm. Okay. How do they give you like the star? Is that similar to like the MBE? Like is it what, a Michelin what, star? Michelin yeah. Oh, you just find out on the day when they publish the list. Oh. There's a few people I know that have lost stars that have been oh. with the guide for a long time. And then what they tend to do is How then do um, lose it? just not being consistent like you should be. Oh, oh my God, that's, that's having to give a Brit award back. Yeah. Then, um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's quite hard, I it's think. Well I mean, if I lost it doing this, we'd be able to say, I'm trying to Michelin star chef. Yeah, former Michelin star chef. <laughs> I mean, it would be really, you know, so anyway, so let's not joke fingers about crossed. that. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. So now we move on to a dessert, which yeah. I never, this might be why you yeah. lose the Michelin star chef. <laughs> What is this? Uh, this is a, a lovely mousse that we do at Murano. No, no, this is, this is Emily's favourite dessert from childhood, yes. which I think we've all had. We've oh, all probably so made Angel Delight, mm. and it's butterscotch recipe. Oh, wow. Is that your favourite? Yes. yes. Yeah. Wow. It's the only one, I think. Yeah, yeah it is I, the only one. Really... Strawberry's not bad. And then what I have done is to, not that you need jazzing up, but just to add a little texture, is made some honeycomb. Mm. So basically, what's that chocolate bar? What is crunchy. it? Crunchy. Crunchy, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. A crunchy bar, mm. which is really easy. So you made that? I made that. So that's caster sugar, golden syrup, mm. and the key to get the crunch in the bubbles is bicarbonate of soda. Mm. Do you want to try some of that? So you can have a little Thank bit you. of crunchy with your angel delight. Yeah, I want a little bit of crunchy. Mm. I love but, that yeah. you made wow. this. I used to love angel delight. It used mm. to feel like really decadent. Yeah. And it's yeah. like powder. Yeah. <laughs> but as a kid, I was like, what? Yeah. Wow. Posh, yeah. Like so posh. <laughs> but also the fact that a powder could become a mousse. Mm. Like that was like science. Well, yeah, not even thought it was fridge. science, but it's quite experimental. Yeah. Mm. I think it's because you had to wait a little bit, mm. yeah, as well. So it was a bit of a process, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? Like the yeah. waiting for it used to get you going. I'm so happy. Emily's making much more noise about this than the pasta. Than the pasta. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, now I mean, this is nice. Can we get a taxi for this one? Out. <laughs> Finally, something tasty. <laughs> The honeycomb is delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this is a big childhood favourite of yours, isn't it? And mm. Angel Delight. Yeah. It's Who great. used to make it? Your mum, your dad? Yeah, my, my mum, yeah. after the jacket potato, mm -hmm. would have yeah. some Angel Delight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy. I'm forgiving you if okay, I like what's in this box, yes, Emily. Please. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> this is um, just some fun for after dinner. I like that we have a wrap. Yes. yes. <laughs> the attention to detail. Very good. You've got to shoot into the dinosaurs, um, Matthew. Oh. <laughs> so it's e eating, you know. Eating. Yes. Love it. Emily, that is a hungry T-Rex. <laughs> yes. And hit the dinosaur's level tongue to rack up points. Balls collected inside the belly. Pump action launcher. Eight indoor safe foam balls and LED counter included. Feed from six meters away. <laughs> So if any guest wants to cancel with COVID, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. we've got this one. <laughs> Open your mouth, we can fire this in. Oh. Emily, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank thanks you. for joining us. Thanks for having Congrats me. Congrats on the new record. Thank Indeed. you. And I never said this before, but thanks for the dinosaur. <laughs> Anytime. Emily Sunday, everybody. <laughs> That's so good.
All the recipes and drinks can be found on the Waitrose website at waitrose.com slash dish recipes. Follow Dish from Waitrose wherever you get your podcasts. Tell your friends, tell your family, and why not leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? We can't all have a Michelin star chef in the kitchen, but you can get some Michelin star advice. Email your questions for Angela to dish at waitrose.co.uk. 